All right, welcome back to another episode of Three Dudes One Hoop. We got a really fun one for you. Uh, we're doing 25 and under NBA players through a draft. Uh, so um, as always, I'm Mike. I'm here with Easy and Benny, and we're gonna we're gonna do kind of a. It's a pretty popular list to see like 25 players under. 25 right i feel like that's like a very common nba article that comes out to get closer to the season so you know we wanted to kind of do our own take on that and we want to do it through a draft so uh we have at our disposal all nba players that are current 25 and under um and we're gonna do six picks each uh we're gonna do snake order so uh, i think it was easy you had the first pick right yeah. uh i had the second pick and benny has pick number three it's gonna be snake style draft so easy's Number one pick in the first round and three pick in the second round, so on and so forth. Also, wait, sorry, easy. Is yeah. this this is like this is already recording, right? Or do we have to? Yeah, this is this. Yeah, is we're recording. recording. We're recording. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> like for the I'm saying like the video. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it records okay, both at okay. the same time. Oh yeah, so uh, Benny brings up a good point. So we're, we're gonna actually have this Zoom, uh, both audio obviously in, in the podcast form, and we're gonna have video as well up on our YouTube channel. Uh, Benny, you wanna plug the YouTube channel real quick? Sure. The YouTube channel is three dudes, one hoop. Uh, if you don't find it, you should be able to, but if you don't find it, it's on the, on Instagram, we have a link tree, uh, link tree. You just click on that. It has all your social medias and stuff. And there you can find the, the YouTube link. It should take you right to it. Yeah. So there you go. So our link is there in the bio on Instagram. Make sure to follow us there. Follow us on Apple podcasts and Spotify and Podbean as always, Love please it. rate and review. Uh, so yeah. yeah. So that being said, I guess we'll kick it off. Like I said, this is a draft for t- Players 25 and under currently in the NBA. Easy, you have the number one pick, so you go ahead. I really want to stop getting the number one pick. Uh, <laughs> this is the second. Yeah, you wanted the number. You were saying before wanted, the fight, you wanted the third pick. I wanted pick. number three. Don't you call yourself three. a Kings fan, bro? You got to be happy with fan. these top three picks. Yeah. If, I was a, if this was really me being a Kings fan, I'd be super stoked to get the third pick for once and not like the seventh. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I guess with the number one pick. Let's go. Let's do this. Number one pick. I'm taking Luca. Um, I don't think that was a question for anybody at this point. Uh, maybe for some, if you want to go like hot takes here, but bro, the production speaks for itself. The man has willed Dallas into the playoffs more times than I can count. Took the Clippers who made the conference finals, but this time with Kawhi on that team to seven games. Um, what can't this man do? Euro league MVP um, rookie season, 21 points eight rebounds, six assists, only gets better every year. The efficiency's gotten better as well. He literally jumped this season from a um, – he went from 46% to 47 from the field, but then he went from the three-point line 31% to 35%. So he's showing signs of actually improving as a shooter, if that's even possible. Um, and then, yeah, it, I mean, you can knock him on the defense, but I'm hoping the rest of my roster helps out with that. Um, I don't know. This size helps you with that too. I mean, yeah. It's- you know, what is he, six, seven, six, eight, something like that? I mean, he's huge. He also gives me some versatility. I don't necessarily have to have him covering, like, guards. I can have him covering a, a small forward from time to time, and he can still play the ball handler role. Uh, in, in today's league, you don't need a traditional point guard. Luca just does everything right on offense. And defensively, he won't be enough of a liability with the rest of the guys all draft um, to be concerned about taking him number one. I don't even think that is the question. Yeah, I agree. He probably would have been my number one pick, too. What about you, Benny? Yeah, for sure. Definitely number one pick. I think he even led the NBA in triple doubles last season. Oh, right? really? Wow. I think he did, yeah. he. I know he had, like, it 10 at least at one point. 
maybe Westbrook. <laughs> for once, for once, for it, once, maybe it, might have been, <laughs> it might have been Westbrook, but I know at one point Luka Doncic was was like leading lead. that category right in the in the regular season. Might have been might have been Westbrook, but Luka was definitely leading that category at one point. Like you said, he carried the Mavericks. That guy, I think, out of all this list, out of all the players that we can choose from, he's the only one that's an MVP candidate for sure for the rest of his career. I think you yeah. could say, and he's an obvious number one pick for me as well. Yeah, I agree. So I guess I'm up now, right? Yeah. Um, All right. So I was really in between two guys, but I think I just got to go with the younger of the two with the higher ceiling. So I'm going to go Zion number two. Whoa. Yeah, I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing Zion number two. But are you actually surprised? Congrats, or? Congrats I probably, I, probably, I keep nuking the <laughs> the number two pick at these draft orders. That we are you really easy? Yeah, I'm surprised. Oh, wow. are you surprised? I mean, I, I feel like yeah. he's the obvious pick. I, hear, I would have I taken him. What's your take? What's your take? I wanna, I wanna, no, I want to hear your case first. I want to see if you can convince me because I used to I used to agree with that take. I want to see if okay. you can get me Ooh, back to interesting. it. Interesting. I mean, I just think, number one, he's 20 years old. So he's literally a baby. Uh, he's already shown that he can be – he's basically he's practically unstoppable in the paint. Uh, I think his skill set – yeah, I mean, the shooting isn't that great. I think he could get better. Um and I don't know. I just see him as somebody over the next like six, seven, eight years plus, um, who's just going to be like a perennial All Star, uh, perennial, you know, All NBA type of guy. I think he has that in him. Um, and he's super versatile. Like he's six seven, two eighty. He's probably like a little heavier than he should be. Um, but you can basically put him at four positions on the court pretty easily. Um, you know, if you want to play small ball, he's he's your perfect small ball four, in my opinion. Um, you can even stretch it out to five if you really have a good team, like shooters around him and all that stuff. That's kind of tough, but yeah. definitely first four is great. He's getting you offensive rebounds like crazy. I, I, I was reading something now. He's off to the fastest scoring start through 60 games um, since MJ. So, like, you know, he's already a scoring machine. I think he has to polish up the other aspects of his game. But, you know, defensively, I think he has a lot of promise as a rim protector. Um and I think he's just scraping the iceberg of what he can do offensively. And he's already averaging like 25, 26 games. So I think, I think, you know, for somebody who's not even 21 yet, like I'll take that. Yeah. Again, I don't think you're wrong. I just, I don't know. Like the way that the league is today, you need to be able to shoot if you're going to be the best guy on your team, unless you're Giannis. You know what I'm saying? I don't see Zion being enough of a force like Giannis. Mm -hmm to make that happen you get what i'm saying like i feel i don't think i don't I think it'll be a Giannis, but i think he's like not that far off either or at least he has the potential to be that like i said he's only 20 so i i, I don't know if he'll be Giannis. I, that's kind of a high bar and he doesn't have like the measurables obviously but i think he can get like close okay. i disagree just because if we're comparing him to Giannis, zion is already more dominant than Giannis was at this stage in their careers yeah that's true yeah but i don't see zion having the physical development or the like again, you could talk about Zion the physicals being 280. He's six seven. Giannis literally grew basically to seven feet, and he's still the like he's built. Like he's not like but I see him playing like a little bit differently than Giannis because you know, once he I think obviously the 280 is an issue and he'll he'll have to lose the weight. Um but I think if he can stretch out his game a little bit more. I think he has the potential to have, you know, maybe he won't be a knockdown three-point shooter. I don't really see that. But I think he can be respectable, just like Giannis is. And 
you know, he has kind of more potential. Well, I don't say more potential because Giannis is very dominant in the paint. But I just think at his size and the fact that you can put a big next to him, it, it wouldn't really hamper your team, um, you know, defensively. I, I don't know. I, th- I think he has a lot of potential to grow and, and really, you know, he's already so dominant in the paint. I, I think if he can stretch out a little bit more and you could put it, you know, from a team building perspective, you could put another build, uh, big in there. He doesn't need the ball in his hands. He moves great on the court. Like, I don't know. I, th- I think he could be pretty, pretty dominant. What do you guys think he needs to do physically then? Because like you, we were talking about the weight, which I guess, I guess could be a concern, but he can also still jump onto the nosebleed section. In the arena. <laughs> he jump out of the ceiling. No, it's true. It, that's the crazy part. Like even at his size, he can still do all those crazy athletic things. I think the weight is more of an issue when you talk about like injury concern. Right. Um, but you know, if he does lose the weight, he could probably be a lot, you know, even more quicker than my concern would just with that would just be more that he's yeah. on the Pelicans. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. we were talking about that report that came out with David Griffin yesterday. It doesn't seem like the Pelicans <laughs> yeah. have been m- making the best out of their their Zion sweepstakes. Yeah, to say the we'll, least. We'll see when that expires. I don't know, man. David Griffin um, singing to Zion in a piano bubble. In the piano bubble. <laughs> I don't know, man. That uh, That's pretty inspirational. If my GM sang me a song from time to time, maybe we'd uh, get along, you know? He's trying um, to give him a lullaby to yeah. make him go to sleep. For, yeah, Maybe right? that's what gets Zion going, to put up the 27 <laughs> points. I mean, something, something's uh, motivating. I don't know, bro. I, with Zion, I think it's just I'm a little suspect about him developing an outside game just because I've seen the form. Like, it's not like it's not bad, but it's not the prettiest thing in the world. It's not like like if he starts making shots like that, he'll never get a shot like that because people will actually start guarding him like that. So I'm like, we'll see. Like, again, he would have been probably top four for me person oh wow you got four okay well i'm interested Damn. to see what's next yeah. so i guess benny you're yeah. you're up at number three i'm picking jason tatum i think he's Wait one of the best two-way players that we have in the nba and that's not like taking any part of that lightly at all he's one of the the premier perimeter defenders in the nba at any age you compare him to any player at any age group his offensive scoring gets better every single season. It was already good when he came into the NBA, but this past season, the numbers he had of 26 points, seven rebounds, four assists, which is a career. All these numbers are career highs, by the way, that I'm throwing out. Yeah. His field goal percentage, uh, his shot attempts went up. He he is the top guy. As much as I love Jalen Brown, and I'm sure one of us are going to pick him soon, he is the top guy in Boston at only 22 years old. And again, you know, 22 years old, one of the best defenders and one of the best offensive scorers in the NBA. What more could you want from a player of that age at that caliber already? And perfect size as well, 6'8", 210, I believe. Yeah. Ideal player for me, at least. Yeah. Speaking on Tatum, it's hilarious because he has career highs. But honestly, like, if his team wasn't so injured this year and wasn't so horrendous, I think he has even better stats, personally. This man had to carry his team throughout the entire season. Like, there were just guys going down left and right. Your point guard goes down. Marcus Smart was out in the beginning of the season for a while. So you lose your best defender there. Um, it was him and Jalen Brown pretty much running the show for the whole season. And they yeah. don't have any good centers. I mean, you could say Robert Williams, but, like, really? Are we really going to? Come on, man. Um, I mean, again, he's a great center, but, like, he's not going to be a guy that wins you games offensively. Kimball like, Walker had, just... a, had a down year, so. Kimball yeah. Walker's had a down couple years. But, right. Yeah, it's been bad. Um, but this yeah, guy could yeah. this guy could legitimately be like, like all NBA first team defender. Like that's how good this guy is. 
And then all NBA, uh, all, all NBA. You don't think so? I think he definitely I mean, could. I just think, I think he could guys, be all NBA. I think he could, but like I think there's just a lot of guys that specialize so much in defense now that it's so hard for a guy to do both and be all NBA in both, like all NBA in general, and then all NBA defensively. You know I think, saying? yeah, I do, I do. Okay. I think because we know, I think because we 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 see him score so many points and we see him add moves to his arsenal. Shameless plug for my garbage ass team. Uh, <laughs> we see him add so many moves to to his repertoire every every summer. I think we kind of think of him first more as a scorer, um, right. but I really do think that he's at that level. I mean, we'll see this season if he if he gets better on that. But honestly, I think it's harder to get better than where he's at right now, as, at least defensively. Get, I think he has to get better. I mean, I think. You're, Maybe a, from a workload perspective, you're saying for Boston? Not even what he has to do for Boston? From like an efficiency aspect that like he won't be the center of attention. Like him and Jalen won't be the only centers of attention. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm saying as a defender. I'm saying as a defender. I don't oh, think he can get much better. Defense? I mean, yeah. I just think he's really good. I mean, he's good. Very, very good. But again, like I, it really just depends on the team as well because he could be struggling on defense. Yeah, for sure. He can't cover everybody. Like for sure. Defense yeah, is a true. team effort as well. Like for example, yeah. like, Matisse Thibel's making all defensive teams like he's a great defender, but Philly was good on defense because they have Ben Simmons, they have Joel Embiid, like they're gonna be yeah. good on defense. So like, yeah. except in the playoffs, but that's not the point. Um, so yeah, I like the pick of Tatum though. Don't get me wrong, like that. I think Tatum would have been my second pick actually, um, personally. Yeah, Tatum was the one I was uh like deciding between with with Zion and Tatum. So yeah, I I agree. I agree with what he said. I think he has like a super high ceiling. Um, Danny, you have the fourth pick. I yeah, do. Back to back. I do, and I'm gonna use it on Devin Booker. Ooh, nice, nice. Obviously, one of the best scorers in the in the NBA, and we saw this past season that it's not empty stats because you throw Chris Paul into the team, a very heavy ball handler, and you see how he's still able to put up similar numbers, and he's not able to like lose his his rhythm, I guess, as in an offense with Monty Williams and these guys. He's still able to basically say you, you, you can still have the debate, even though as much as Chris Paul needs to have the ball and as well as Chris Paul played for the Suns this past season, are obviously making it all the way to the finals. It would still, you know, is it Devin Booker or is it CP3? Who's the best player on that team? I think CP, uh, excuse me, Devin Booker could play very well next to any star player. If you can play very well with CP3. Absolutely. So I'll throw him in there with Tatum. Yeah, definitely would have been my pick. I agree. Yeah, Devin Booker for sure. Top top player i even remember coming out of the draft because i think it's the case with a lot of kentucky guys they kind of underplay how good they are in kentucky at least for the ones that like end up working out in the nba like you see them you're like how come they weren't so crazy in college right like you get like for example cat was the number one pick but his stats in college were like not like eye-popping you get what i'm saying yeah they were like i think it was like 15 and 10 maybe like it wasn't it wasn't anything crazy like you got Devin Booker. He was the sixth man on a Kentucky team. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, so just seeing the development of how he's been able to develop as an offensive player, I don't think we've had a guy that, like, has been so consistent offensively on bad teams. Like, think about that for a second. This man, efficiency-wise, on horrible teams has gone up every year. And then finally this year, he had a teammate that could actually, like, you know, carry the burden for him. And I think we noticed that um, – throughout the season where he wasn't, you know, there were times where he wouldn't have to dominate and that was fine because again, like Benny said, if he's their second best player on your team or even your first, you can still go pretty far. But at least in the case of Benny's team right now, Tatum and Booker, I don't 
that's a tough team already. Like I can't like, yeah, I was going to say that's really like, <laughs> those are one, two punts that you can't really like do anything with. Yeah. And, and people I really like, like to throw, you know, sorry, go ahead, Mike, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I really like Devin Booker's, um, you know, his offensive game obviously is what he's known for. His defense isn't bad, but you know, I was going to say on offense, you know, he's not afraid to like go to the foul line, hit free, he hits free throws at a high rate. And I really like that when a, when a score is like, you know, unlike Ben Simmons, score <laughs> likes whoa. to go and get fouled <laughs> and is not afraid of the contact. I think that's like super valuable to your bottom line of winning. So, yeah, but yeah, go ahead, Benny. I was just going to say that um, he had a reputation for a little bit of being like an empty stats guy. I think that was mainly due to, um, I guess, the team not being successful. But because like to easy's point was saying that it's not empty stats because his efficiency was decent from the beginning and it improved every single season, even though he was still on bad team. It's not like it, it's not like his efficiency got as good as it is now once Chris Paul turned up, right? It was very good before that. And so that's always like the thing of like that's always like the best indicator of knowing whether a player is an empty stats guy or not. Like if you say like a Devontae Graham, he puts up 18 points, but on like 36% shooting, you could say maybe that's that's kind of empty stats, but not for Devin Booker. He is, um, he's, he's well rated at the level that he is as one of the best players in the NBA. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I think man. it's you and I, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So I, this is the number, uh, number five. five pick. Okay. All right. Oh God. So my, maybe a little controversial. I'm not really sure you guys are going to react to this, but I think I gotta go given that I have Zion Williamson. It's like my four. I want to, you know, get shooting good ball handler, Ben Simmons. Uh, playmaker. Yeah, Ben Simmons, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to go with Trey Young here. Oh. Um, take him off the board. I think, you know, the guy's only 22 years old. All right. I'm building a squad of like freaking like college <laughs> juniors and, and seniors right now. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think what he did in the playoffs last year, really, or this past season, uh, speaks for itself. Uh, he proved that he can actually do all the crazy shit that he does on the court and win games which I think was a big question for a while because it's, you know, the question was, okay, he's trying to be Steph Curry, uh, but the winning isn't there. It was a little bit of empty stats talk with him too. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think now with a team around um, a good, you know, better coaching, um, he's proven that, yeah, I can, you know, lead a team to a playoff run and maybe not a championship, but I think, you know, already has Zion Williamson there. I think that one, two punch pick and roll is like, what the hell are you going to do with that? Um, So yeah, I got to go Trey Young here. Yeah, that would have been at least in your situation, and even mine. If you left me him in the, on the board, I'm taking him. Um, okay, yeah, I, I was wondering how you guys would react because I feel like he's kind of a controversial. No, player. I, 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 I wasn't was expecting him pick. now, but yeah, it is a good pick. Who, who and with Zion, it's a great fit. Right, Benny. Who would like? We're gonna probably end up picking the guy that you thought would be picked next. But who do you? Who would you think that he would have taken in that situation? I was honestly thinking. Trey Young is probably the better pick here, but I was probably thinking more of a Jalen Brown because wow, Zion is early. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I'm I feel really like I couldn't wait on Jalen, so, but maybe not me. <laughs> maybe wow. better going to take him. My reasoning for that, <laughs> my reasoning for that, um, I guess offensively, not this, not as many moves as a Jason Tatum, but a guy that improves heavily every single season. I think he was 26, 27 points a game last year. And obviously a great three-point shooter next to Zion. And then on top of that, Zion isn't the best defender. Uh, well, whereas Jalen Brown is a very good defender with J- with Jason Tatum, the way I view Tatum and Brown, it's like Tatum. And then, but just behind them, maybe like a one C one B one C type that's of a, guy. Mm-hmm. I like seen, Brown a lot. That's right. I, I, I like Brown a lot too. Yeah. I like Brown a lot, but I don't know. I got it. 
I need a little more time to think about that one. I gotta let that sit. For I think he's because like, like I think that perfect... offense runs through that offense runs through Jason Tatum there. Yeah, I think yeah, if like, the offense ran through him, know... we would see. Right, but that's what I want to know. Would he get better if the offense ran through him as the number one option? My thing is, I, I love so. him as the number two. Like, if he's your number two, yeah, Batman, yeah that's, that's, like, that's and great. he has the personality for it too, right? Yeah. Which you know, I, I think is really important, and he has he brings good leadership. So I agree with like on a team with Zion to have a Jalen Brown. Yeah. type of guy who's yeah he's still young but i think he has a certain maturity and, and leadership qualities that you gotta like and he does things that lead to winning so i really love Jalen brown too um i think i don't know if he's could be a number one option on like a championship winning team maybe he could on the same camp but if he's your number two like he's a damn good number two so so who would you have because I, I don't think i think we had two different players then easy when you asked me that question yeah i think Ooh. i'm gonna take one of the guys that i think that maybe could have been considered um for Mike's I'm pick, gonna, yeah. Let me just make sure I want to make this pick for a second. I gotta think about this one for a second. I gotta, yeah, I gotta yeah. check something now. I gotta make sure something checks out here. I get you. I'm not sure, bro. Where is it? Okay, there we go. Yeah. Okay, the I know. Pick who is I'm in. Taking. I know. The who pick I'm is taking. in. I am gonna take Donovan Mitchell. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm taking okay. Mitchell. Um, considering that I have Luca, I know that might be a little bit weird, but also Luca clearly can play off ball and he could also just pass the ball i don't need him scoring every single second of the game in fact he gets tired towards the end of games so it's probably better if i don't have him as my primary score at the end of games um except for the last second shot because then you know he makes them but whatever um donovan mitchell the work speaks for itself he has a great team but he's the best player on a team that's the number one seed every single year and if the goal of the whole thing is to make playoffs and actually win um i need to get to the playoffs first donovan mitchell is going to get me there from the second he joined the league he was averaging 20 points a game his efficiency has stayed about the same but then again who else is a primary scorer on that team besides boyan bogdanovich and mike conley really like if those are your best offensive options you're probably not going to have the greatest field goal percentage efficiency but his three-point percentage is getting better every year and the volume is getting higher he was shooting 36 last season, and then now it's 38%. And he shot two more threes a game after that. So the efficiency is getting there. His assists are going up every season. He's going to get better as a defender. He's a little undersized, but, you know, I, I, sl I slot him as a point guard or a shooting guard. I could put him off ball. It's not the end of the world. And he makes too much of an impact offensively to not warrant picking him at this point. Like, I think the talent is just it's, – it's, it's too great. Like, I – we see that the sky's the limit for all these other guys. Donovan Mitchell is 24 and he's, well, no, he's 25 now, actually, but it was like 16 days ago. So he's 25. Um, and I don't know, like, I just, I trust him as a second option. Like, yeah, I, 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 I really like Donovan too. My, my first like immediate concern was like, well, I, I think, you know, even though Donovan, you don't want Donovan to have the, to be the creator, the shot creator for others. You want him to play off ball. But I feel like you don't want to take the ball out of Luca's hands. So it's kind of like a it's yeah. like a give and take. That being said, like, you know, if you have both those guys on your team, like they're gonna figure it out. It's not like a huge concern of mine. Um you can't play off ball. Um because yeah. like, he has Mike Conley now. Mike Conley needs the ball. Uh, Mike Conley takes a lot of shots, even though Mike right. Conley hasn't played very well. In Utah took him a little while to mm -hmm. I guess adjust. Exactly, yeah. get his footing. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell was still putting up his usual good numbers, great numbers. Yeah. And the and... team had more success when he wasn't like right exactly so. exactly yeah and listen if anybody's gonna question how well he plays in the playoffs yo like 
No, nah, he's a beast. Turns up. In the bubble, he was crazy. In the bubble, he averaged 36 a game on 50% shooting and 51% from three. This season, when he had to play against the Clippers, where his whole team struggled, he was shooting 44 from the field and then 43 from the three-point line. And he was averaging 30, 32 a game. So if there's a question about this man stepping up when he needs to, he's stepping up. He just needs his team to step up. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy taking Mitchell. And then this is where things get a little bit weird for me. I don't know what to pick here because I'm picking based on what you guys have. Um, I guess I'm going to go with, I guess, the upside I hope this guy has. And I think he has more upside than the other player that I might have considered picking. Um, I'm picking Cat. Ooh, wow. Okay. That's I'm picking Cat. Yeah. He is 25, only mm. for another 50 days. Um, <laughs> okay, so he qualifies for 50 days. He is. He qualifies for he what we're it. doing. Yeah. Um, makes it. We've seen. I'm Kat taking this only... podcast down after 50 days. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, but Cat, he's been relatively healthy his entire career, other than um, the bubble year. Um, that was, and that was just a weird year in general. Uh, the one time he made playoffs, struggled a bit, but you know, whatever. I, I'm not going to attribute him being bad in the playoffs to one series. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with Cat, I'm getting a guy who can play inside but he can also play outside extend the range for Luca to clear the paint when he does decide to pick and roll um cat offensively I don't think we have a question about cat as an offensive player he can even create 4.5 assists last season um defensively needs to get better we agree on that um but you know you take the bet on a guy that is such a difference maker offensively that you just hope that it opens up the floor for everybody else. And, and that's the way I'm looking at this. Cause I could have taken Bam right now. And maybe you would have thought like he fits better just because he won't need the ball as much in his hands. But I don't think cat needs the ball in his hands either. If I'm being honest, I need him to just be in the paint getting rebounds or to extend the range. He doesn't even in the system, he doesn't need the ball in his hands. And even we saw that with Fair Jimmy enough. too. We saw that with yeah. Jimmy um, where Jimmy was the primary guy on that team. If we're being honest, um, it was Jimmy um cat and then it was andrew wiggins too and andrew wiggins we know andrew wiggins from the timberwolves like i was jacking up shots like there was no tomorrow <laughs> so like i'm taking cat here it might be a little controversial but i'm i'm riding with the guy that can give me some offensive upside i mean look at this he's shooting like six or eight threes a game in the last two seasons and he's shooting 40 percent, 38 percent from three like a lot of seven footers don't do that and the way luca plays where like uh, like he would like what Porzingis is supposed to be. That's what cat is. And if I can get that out of cat, that's already a dub. So I'm taking cat here. Could have taken bam, but I'm going to hesitate on that a little bit just because I think I have another shot at getting another guy later. that can kind of make up for that. So. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the cat pick, like, I feel like his tenure in Minnesota has been so bad. that It's kind of like clouds, just how good he is. Um, so I get it for sure. Like why some people would be like, Oh my God, what do you mean you're going to take cat? He doesn't win at these stats type of thing, but he's like, like you were saying, like he is a transformational offensive talent and that's why he was drafted, you know, at the position that he was and he's shown it in the NBA. I think he could, you know, be really good on your team. Your team, remind me who's on your team again. I got right now, Mitchell, Luca and cat. Yeah, that's, that's great. I think that that trio is pretty good. So. I had mentioned him, Cat, on the last part we did about the centers as yep. one of those guys that, you know, if he kind of gets that motivation thing, he gets that together. 
that he could crack into that top 10 centers of all time. I think he's a really special talent for sure. I like to pick a lot for easy, to be honest. And like, I was thinking from the perspective of who do we have available? And I just think that the talent disparity, like, I don't want to say Bam isn't as good as Cat because obviously Bam is a better defender, like a way more versatile defender. But like, I cannot see, like, for example, Benny saying he's a generational talent. I don't consider Bam a generational talent, right? That's fair. I consider Bam a very quality center, especially for the day and age that we're playing in today. Because honestly, the way that he plays probably wouldn't have worked in the 2000s because centers weren't meant to be doing that. And that's what Bam does best is what the NBA does today um, in terms of a big that's able to get rebounds and like actually move around the floor and play on the perimeter whenever the pick switches as a defender. Like Bam's really good at that. That's what makes him unique, though, is that he can guard any position right. for real. So that's great. But I, I, I wouldn't consider that a generational talent. Cat, I can see on the right team being a generational talent. Yeah. So that's that's my reasoning for picking Cat. And now I'm going to be really sad when you take the rest of the guys that I want. But <laughs> I think it's I'm Mike now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's my turn now. Really struggling with this pick. But I think I got to take him now so he doesn't get taken later. So I'm going to go Jalen Brown on this. We already talked about him, but. I think he's makes a perfect small forward for my team. Um, slide him in there at the three. He can guard up. Like we were talking about earlier, I think his defense really helps me out with Zion and Trey Young. Um, so I kind of have two, like, I want to call, I don't want to call Zion the defensive liability, but at this stage, you know, he's not really a plus player. Trey Young definitely is a liability, but I think Jalen Brown can help him a lot on switches. Um, so, yeah, I think Jalen Brown's, like, for me, he's the obvious pick, so. I don't really have much more else to say about it. I like it. I think you need a defense for sure with uh, Trey and and Zion. And you added an elite three-point shooter next to Trey and next to Zion, obviously. I think I think it's a really good pick. Yeah, I, I like the pick. It's a solid guy, has improved every year. Um, you don't need to worry about him asking for star treatment. He's just a yeah. stand-up guy. He's going to do his role. He's a great leader. Um, he... All-star last year, um, just a solid, solid pick. I think he's a better defender than Tatum, personally. Um, yeah, I would say right now he is, yeah. yeah. And the only, the only thing I'm slightly concerned about is him getting into a fight with Trey Young when Trey Young starts to do, like, Trey Young shit during the regular <laughs> season. <laughs> but, but I think that'll blow over. I think they can figure it out. So, yeah, so, yeah that's definitely going to take and, Young and there. I think, and I think you or have Jalen to, Brown. because I think Benny would have definitely taken Jalen Brown. Yeah, I, I think given um, where we were in the draft, I think now is the perfect time. So yeah, I guess that with that being said, it's it's Benny's turn, right? Yeah. Ashley wasn't going to take Jalen Brown. Ooh, okay, oh, spicy. This is, I might oh. throw you guys off with the second one now. No, you guys mentioned Jalen Brown for me, but we'll yeah. see. Oh. For the first one, my third pick in the third round, or right, third pick in the third round, I'm taking Bam Adebayo. One of the Bam. elite okay. defenders in the NBA. We were just talking about him. He can guard one through five. A lot of times that's kind of like a little cliche thing that people throw around. Oh, he can guard one through five. But a lot of times it's not really true, depending on the player that we're talking about. I think for Bam, it definitely is true. People that are listening have probably seen those clips of him squaring up Steph Curry and things like that. <laughs> that's, yeah, he, he does that pretty often. He doesn't play against Stephen Curry every yeah. night, obviously, but we do see him yeah. play switch up onto a point guard pretty much every single night and do a very good job. Obviously for the Miami Heat, 
he's another one of those guys that gets better every year. He exploded that season that the, he made the finals where he went from like nine points to like 16, 17 points, something like that. This past season, he was at 19, you know, 19 and 10, 19 and whatever type of player. Obviously, the blocks at the rim, Jason Tatum, his teammate, knows a lot more about that now that they're going to be playing together. Jason Tatum doesn't have to worry about Bam Adebayo <laughs> meeting him at the rim. <laughs> doesn't worry about uh, him stealing his son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. A great playmaker, too, for a big man. It's something that, that gets talked about enough about him. Maybe it does, but I don't really hear it enough personally that he's a very good playmaker for his um, for his size. We see him a lot of times for the Miami Heat. Literally, on the inbounds pass, is you just give the ball to Bam Adebayo, and he literally walks it up the court. It's very rare, especially for a center. It's kind of that position. This uh, It's kind of like that trademark Eric Spolstra center that you would imagine. If you go back to the Miami Heat days, that whole position, this stuff kind of took off. Bam Adebayo... I think is an awesome player and he fits really well on my team with Tatum and Booker so far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And then I guess the next pick I'm going with Shay Gilgis Alexander, baby. Nice. Nice. Ooh, SGA. Nice. Okay. Like so it. why why SGA? I got a good why? reaction out of you guys. Other, I feel more comfortable now. I'm not sweating. I think huh? he's really good. But why SJ like over that. you know some of the other point guards? Because there are there are a lot of point guards left. So. There are a lot of point guards. That is one of the Shea is one of the most well-rounded players in the league. And honestly, I could even play him. I, I could even play my shooting guard if I wanted to. I think that's where he played this year for for Oklahoma City. Yeah. But I could play him as shooting guard if I wanted to. I'm just gonna say point guard for now, just as the example, right. as I'm talking about him. But like I said, I think he's one of the most well-rounded players in the NBA. 24 points a game, six assists. He, he's almost at a block, actually, man. He Six assists a game. I think I mentioned that already. He gets a lot yeah. of rebounds as well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even though he's playing on the perimeter a lot of times, he gets like over five rebounds a game. He's a really complete player, man. That's not even talking about his um, his defense. He's a great, great defender. He's a really good ball handler. He gets better at that every year. His turnovers do take a hit, but also he's playing on a team that doesn't have any ball handlers. He's playing on the yeah, Thunder. No, I, I forgive him yeah. for this. So that's going to be, yeah, exactly. That's always going to be like a thing that might be a little high for him as long as, as long as he's on a team like that. But the best thing about him, man, is that he's he's on a team like Oklahoma City, but his efficiency is ridiculous. His, his effective field goal percentage, I was looking at it when I was researching my pick, is 57%. That's the same as Bam Adebayo's. And the guy's a center that only yeah, plays around the that's basket. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Bam Adebayo only, gets, only dunks, basically. He hasn't, he doesn't have that mid range <laughs> yeah, shot. No, literally. Catching out of the oops from Dragas this past season. But yeah, I love, I love Shea. I think he's a great player. And he'll fit, like, like I said, he's super efficient. So he'll find his spots pretty much everywhere, depending on who his teammates are. I think he'll do well. I want to clip you saying I love Shay. I want to, I don't know. I feel like that's that's a good soundbite to have. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good pick though. I like yeah. Shay a lot. And considering the fact that we've seen him improve to the level that he has and being on two teams already, and I'm pretty sure I wanna say no 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 two coaches. They've had the same coach for OKC, but his No, he played for Donovan. Team. He played for Donovan. Right, but he's had three coaches. No way. Because he played for the Clippers, he right? Had OKC the year with Chris Paul, yeah, with Donovan, um, and then now the new guy. They they fired Donovan after Donovan is coaching the Bulls, him? man. Oh yeah, Donovan's coaching the Bulls. That's right. Donovan's coaching the Bulls. Yeah, guy, coaching I, always, the I always forget this guy's name, but he, he's a he's a new guy. I'm gonna, I'll try to find it while so you talk about him. So they fired Billy Donovan after making playoffs with CP. Yeah, yeah, he's at he's, he's in oh, Chicago. It's, it's Mark. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's yeah, last yeah, name. Yeah, it's a weird name. <laughs> Mark Daniels, Daniels, something like that. So now Mark, Mark Diagonal. So, Mark Diagonal. So now he's going to yeah. be on his third coach. Right. He's like exactly start, on his third okay, coach. Okay. So now he's yeah. going to be on his third coach, but with the stats that we have in front of us in two seasons, I mean, two different coaches, he gets better every year. His efficiency gets better every year, if that's even possible. 
His three-point shooting is good. He might have to become more of a shooter, um, at least from the outside. He has 4.9. Some of the stars of today don't. Like, you usually see them take more shots. Um, so I think he's yeah. going to have to go up a little bit with – if he wants to give himself that full ability on offense to be a presence from the outside and the inside, because he's already an inside presence already. Like, 50% is unheard of for a guard. Um, so I think he needs to do that. But that's just a really solid guy. Like, I know I'm not going to lose games because of Shea. Yeah. And I could say a lot – like, a lot of the guys that we have on our rosters already have lost games because of what they've done. Like – Oh, yeah. That's He's a really solid it. player, and he can fill whatever role it is that you need for whatever situation you are, not just for, like, for the roster that you have going into a season, but any situation within, like, any specific game and any specific yeah. game script, he can do whatever you need. Yeah. Dope. Absolutely. Um, Leva, you have All right, so I'm next. Pick? Yep. Okay, don't, I'm, I'm glad I'm dirty. next because I, I was, I'm really glad that I'm able to pick this guy. I don't know how you guys are going to feel about him. I feel like it's gonna maybe it's a little bit of a surprise. I don't know. I feel like we've said that about every pick so far. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love, love, love Demonta Sabonis. Nice. So I'm, I'm picking him Damn. here. I think he's Damn. perfect for my team. I really There's a run on centers right now. <laughs> yeah, it is a run on centers are. for sure. There's a lot of good side as a side night. Those are a lot of really good uh, young centers in the league right now. So I notice how versatile they are. Like the different things that they can do. No, I get, I get, I get, I get. I mean, Mike's, compared I get Mike's point. to like you know exactly. five, ten years ago, you know what I mean. I get Mike's point. Right. Yeah. That's fine. You know, I, I, I get. We, we said in the last pod, you know, this is not a center renaissance, but there's a good, a lot of good big men. Um, and I think Demontis is great. Just to quickly read his stats, uh, for, from last season, he averaged twenty points, twelve rebounds. He was shooting fifty-six. Let me see. Sorry, fifty-three percent from the field. Um, fifty-six percent effective field goal. Uh, 73% from the line, 32% from the three-point line. So obviously he's not a knockdown shooter, but you got to respect him if he's out there. Um, at six foot eleven, I can play him as power forward center. So I kind of mix and match with him. His passing for me is great, um, and especially on this team with Zion cutting with uh, Trey Young. If he's playing off ball, you can have a center kind of set him up if you're doing pick and roll, let's say. Um, so I don't know. I really. I really like DeMontis Sabonis. I think he has a lot of, you know, he's been playing with Miles Turner uh, for the longest time, but, I, you know, they got rid of him finally. Um, but, you know, now with the chance to shine on his own team, I'm trying to remember how old he is. He is. He's 25. So he, he can't be older than 25, I guess. Yeah, can't be older than 25. No, he is 25. Uh, um, so I think he has a lot of good years left ahead of him. And now that he's kind of running the show there in, in Indiana, I think he's going to have a lot of really good seasons. Um, so, yeah, I love Sabonis. Fantasy legend, by the way. If you're playing NBA oh, yeah. fantasy uh, this oh, year, yeah. he's, a, he's a nice little sleeper guy to, to look out for. So, uh, yeah, I, I like Sabonis on my team. Nice. I love the pick. Sabonis gets Thank better you. every year. And he's played on, he like, three different teams. So, like, it's a miracle yeah. he's even, like, I Yeah, I the know. dredges of Indiana, he's still really good. Like, it's, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I yeah, think he's super underrated. Coach. Yeah. Very right. underrated. Yeah. Very I think underrated. he's super underrated. Uh, in o- that one year he was in Oklahoma City, obviously he like he was raw. He just came into the league. He wasn't mm-hmm. he was playing, but like he wasn't really contributing as much. I think that was the year that Oklahoma City if it wasn't that year, it was the year after Oklahoma City like would have made the finals, I guess. It was like wasn't there for like the Paul George trade or something like that? Oh no, he was using the Paul George trade, right? Is that yeah, what he was? was using the Paul George trade, right? To, so, he, yeah. so he was so he was on the roster probably that had was he did he play with Kevin Durant or no? 
I think he did. He played in sixteen seventeen, so like I guess not, right? I guess or is no, that... I think so. No, yeah. that was the year. By then he was he, he he had already left. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, whatever. They, either they, way, he came know, in. He so wasn't. Good. Yeah, exactly. He came in. He wasn't. He wasn't as noticeable, I guess, on the court when you're playing with him. But then he went to Indiana. So you're gonna be underrated if if you're playing in Indiana. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. They're not talked about very much, but. Great player. I'm honestly, I'm surprised. He, I'm sure he's gonna get picked. Uh, actually, I actually I don't know if he, if he's gonna get picked, but I'm kind of surprised you didn't pick uh, Aiden. But I thought you would have gone with him. If but... if Sabonis was gone by the time I needed a center, I probably would have picked Aiden. I don't know if I would have picked him the next round because I felt like he would have fell a little bit more. But yeah, yeah, he was definitely on my radar. And you know, I, like I, just to reiterate, the guy is averaging. 2012 and almost seven assists. So like you know, we're it's talking crazy. about Sabonis, like, right? Yeah, Sabonis. Yeah, so. I'm... I'm letting yeah. you know right now, Sabonis was getting taken next pick. If okay, thank God. Uh, thank God I was next. You had to take it. You had to take it. Because I was looking at it, and I'm like, there's no way they don't realize that this guy. Yeah, no, I mean, 25. I had to take him. He's perfect for my team, so I'm really happy yeah. with it. But, no, uh, yeah, so go ahead. Sense. So who who are you going to take now? Uh, this is this first is... pick of the fourth round? Or yeah, so yet? I think we're in the fourth round now. Um, it's okay. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> um, actually, wait. I can count it up. Yeah, we're in the fourth round. Last pick of the okay. fourth round. Last pick of the um, I'm at a standstill right now. I didn't think my team would shake out like this. I'm a little thrown off. Um, <laughs> we threw off easy. Yeah. So my my team clearly needs defense, right? Um, I think we can agree on you that. Say I got so. Donovan Mitchell, Luca, <laughs> yeah, and definitely. Kat. So it's I I did Dwight for the top ten centers Hall of Fame. He's hated on. I'm gonna pick another guy that's hated on. I'm oh, gonna pick God. Ben Simmons. I'm gonna take Ben Simmons. Ooh. Okay. Finally, I, mean, I was waiting he, for it. He would have had to been taken at some point. Yeah, that's the guy yeah. I had in mind for you, Easy Man. The crap I was looking we're at, giving him. Yeah, I was looking Listen. at Easy's roster. That was the player I had in mind that I would have taken if I was Easy's GM. I have to take Ben Simmons. My team needs defense. He is uh, – we talk about guys that can play one of five. He is easily an all-NBA defender pretty much every year if you wanted to, if you really wanted to put the work in. That's the question with him, you know, the eternal question. He's a three-time All-Star. If – he was on a different roster. I would say he'd average a triple-double, personally. But he's on a roster where Joel Embiid needs the ball a lot in his hands. He's got Tobias Harris there, too. So the talent doesn't let him get that triple-double, necessarily. But he rebounds. He assists. The offense from the outside. Listen, I know he's not going to become a shooter on my team. I'm very well aware of that. But at the same time, that's the reason why we have guys like Mitchell, who can spot up. We got guys like Luca who can spot up. We got Cat, who, who doesn't have to play in the paint. Ben Simmons can play in the paint. You know, we can we can work around that on offense. And then defensively, I need defense. And based on all the guys that are left that are talented enough to take right now, Ben Simmons is that guy. He's an all-NBA defender. He can steal. He can block. I don't know how I don't take a guy who's been two-time all-defensive and one-team all-NBA. It just doesn't make sense not to take him at this point. Yeah, I agree with you. And – um you know, I, I when you can get him for free ninety nine, it's uh, it's obviously like you know you 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 look past all the faults. Um, so I, I agree. I mean, for all the shit that we've given him here on this podcast that he's taking left and right in the in the in the media, uh, he's still you know stupidly talented player. So yeah, it's a good pick. Yeah, and like again, we're still wrecking Simmons right now because the season hasn't started. But it's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Every year he ends up looking good and then playoffs, something bad happens. On this roster, I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I really don't. He gives me the versatility defensively I need. So if one of them's struggling, you know, it is what it is. 
Um, I think I'm ready for my next pick. Um, Go for it. Uh, maybe I'm not. I'm <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right, I got it. I got it. I'm taking right. Brandon Ingram. Oh man, I was just looking at him. I'm not that I would have taken him, but yeah, that's he a good pick. Is a six eight, but he looks a lot, his wingspan makes him look like he's seven feet. Um, six eight forward. He gives me a scoring punch that's uniquely different than the other guys. I would say Ingram plays a lot like going into the basket, but he can do that midi kind of like Jason Tatum a little bit. Yeah, he's got that midi down packed. Um, efficiency stayed around the same. He's been playing on a really terrible Pelicans team for years. His three point shooting has improved the last two years. He's only getting better. He's been in the league now for five years and he's still, um, he's 24. He just turned 24, 21 days ago. And he's been in the league for five years. So he's developed. He's looked good. I'd like, I'd like to see him on a team that's actually good. And with the roster I have right now, we needed the length. We needed the size. And with what's left, it's either taking a guy who's not as talented offensively or taking the risk on Brandon Ingram, who he's not a bad defender at all, in my opinion. I don't think he's a bad defender personally. Um, and even for being a star player on the Pelicans, he only gets two turnovers a game. Like he's not going to cost me a game. And I'm looking at my roster right now. The only guys that I could see me costing a game is Ben Simmons. And if he's the only guy costing me a game, when I have this type of talent around him, I'm feeling good about a Brandon Ingram pick. I'm telling you, 23 points, five rebounds, five assists, does everything. He checks all the boxes. Not as good of a defender as Jalen Brown, but I think he has the potential to get to that point if he gets a little bit bigger, which I would assume he would because he's only 24. Like 27, 28 is when I'm seeing him be at his physical peak. So, yeah, I'm taking I mean, look, who, who needs defense when you're shooting the lights out? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's – it's he's he's a great talent. I, I, I love the pick. I, I If I didn't already have a small forward, I probably would have taken him with, with this pick. So, yeah. I don't know, if Benny, if you had any thoughts before we move on. For for your fifth pick, it can't get any better than than Brandon yeah. Ingram, for sure. Agreed. Right, so so that's my... I'm, I'm I'm like looking at the board right now. I don't know if you guys have the board in front of you. Mm-hmm. I hate that this was such a guard heavy 25 and under. Yeah, it's re- there's a lot of uh, point guards, especially. Um, like, so it's it's kind of difficult to find a secondary. There's like a, yeah, there's a huge drop off <laughs> for big men. Yeah, yeah. Like, it once is, he took the bonus. That yeah. was it. Like DeAndre it's Aiden's deep. still there, but like, I like DeAndre, but like, do I like him enough to not to like take him before a guard that's here? Because like the guards that are still left are like, are really good guards. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of really good guards left, and I, I have to take one of them now because the only thing I'm really missing in this lineup is a shooting guard. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of struggling to to pick a shooting guard over, I guess, what you would consider traditional point guard in this draft in this uh you know exercise so that being said I'm, the guy i'm gonna pick isn't necessarily a shooting guard but i'm gonna try to fit him in there um so i'm gonna go and you guys probably i don't know if you guys will agree with it or not but i'm gonna go jamal murray here nice yeah, so i agree 100 percent. you know i feel like okay first of all the guy's shooting 40 percent from three so i mean i just <laughs> let's just start with that um <laughs> He's averaging about 21 points. I think he has a good, you know, kind of triple threat all around game. Um, I think he doesn't need the ball in his hands to succeed. And with Trey Young, uh, you know, realistically, like Trey is going to be the point guard on this team because I can't really, I can't put him at shooting guard, although they can probably interchange. Um, but I think 
there's kind of a lack of, of twos in this draft, at least where we are right now. So I'm, I'm going to put Jamal Murray here. I just feel the most comfortable and natural with him there at the two. I think he can do it. So, and also, you know, in terms of playmaking, you know, I, I have Sabonis, Zion, uh, even Jalen and Trey, but especially Sabonis and Zion, I think you're getting kind of, um, so look at word I'm looking for, unconventional playmaking from, you know, positions you don't expect. So I think, you know, having Jamal Murray, Trey Young, Jalen Brown on the perimeter, I think that's going to cause a lot of problems. So I got to go Murray here. Nice. I like it. That, that's a tough team to play against with Jalen Brown and Murray. And then you have to worry about Trey Young on when you're defending and Zion when you're defending, running at you. And then you have Sabonis cleaning up whatever whatever's left. It's a good team. Yeah. Nope. Uh, so with that, I think we're on to Benny. Yeah, and these are Benny's last two picks. So yeah, so they're gonna be back to back here. Yeah, we'll see. So I guess after these these two picks, I'll just re- recap kind of what yeah. my team is. Um, so I was looking at my roster. Um, I kind of I probably needed a point guard because I wanted Shea a shooting guard, but the big thing was that I needed is uh, speed. I decided to go with one of the fastest players in the NBA. And he's probably the fastest player on this 25 and under list is I'm going to go with De'Aaron Fox and he's going to be my point guard who's become a very, very good scorer, especially on a very bad team. And it's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. King's gang, it's efficient, King's man, for a point, <laughs> a, a point guard, put, a point guard shooting 48%. And I don't think he's the biggest type of point guard either. I have it here. He's only six, oh, three, he's six, three, one eighty five, And he's shooting 48% in the NBA on the Sacramento Kings. That's a, that's a W. So I'm going to go with him. He's a very good defender too. That's kind of a trend here on my team I've noticed, but he's a very good defender. And don't they kind of call him, don't they kind of do like a play on words with Dora, the swipey fox nonsense? Yeah, swipe, swipe of the fox. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There I think that's go. his like Twitter handle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something cringe like that. <laughs> so cringe. I went with him. He's going he's, he's, he's gonna to clog those passing lanes. He's gonna. He's a good shooter as well. His three-point shot is kind of streaky, but again, 6-3 point guard on the Kings. What can you ask for? But good score nonetheless. Good around the basket as well. Yeah. yeah, he's actually yeah. one of my favorite players. No, nah, don't worry. He'll be say... he'll be a future Sixer. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will. Uh, <laughs> I will say, I wouldn't say he's a good defender. He's good at like creating turnovers, but I wouldn't say he's a good defender. Okay, a good team defender then. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. It's kind of like Curry. Like that, he's not a great defender, but he still gets steals. It's Same a gambit, thing. right? It's like if he's reaching yeah. in, it's either gonna end a turnover, or he's gonna have to hope somebody's behind him to help him out. Yeah. But you yeah. know, I think you want guys who take the risk at that right. position. So and then my next my final pick is I went with DeAndre Aiden. I just needed I don't aside from Bam and maybe Tatum, I don't have much rebounding. I went with Aiden. You could just throw him in there. And then he's also different from Bam in the sense that he actually has kind of post moves that Bam doesn't have. And he's a better rebounder than Bam, probably. So I went with him. Good, uh, good shot blocker as well. So my team to round yep. out is from one to five. So from point guard to center is I have the De- uh, De'Aaron Fox, Shea Alexander, um, I guess Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, and Bam Adebayo, and then Aiden off the bench. Not bad. That's I kind don't of hate interesting it. That yeah. I knew you would have to put Aiden or Bam on the bench. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's the right thing to do. Um. I. Would Shea be a small forward in this he situation? Could. I feel yeah. like Shea would have yeah. to be a small but he forward. Yeah, but you can put him shooting guard a small forward. Yeah, for sure. Right, but like, I'm thinking because of Booker and his defensive yeah. liability a bit, yeah. you want to probably have Shea at small forward. That's just like That's something fair. I'm just thinking for sure. about. For sure, for um, sure. I agree with that. And 
the old like we're gonna look at everybody's teams at the end i'm assuming right like just what we're yeah we'll do a recap like okay for sure yeah um so that means you have so it's on me uh this is really tough i'm you know i'm picking a six man i feel like my starting lineup of you know trey and murray my my backcourt uh sabonis and zion there solidifying my front court and then jalen there at the three so i feel like i kind of want to go more defensive on this um just to really kind of put in defensive specialists on this but it's, it's a struggle there aren't a lot of really great defensive specialists that i can call upon so i don't know i i part of me wants to say fuck it and just draft uh michael Porter jr but i'm not gonna do that <laughs> but I don't, uh, i wouldn't hate you for doing it i wouldn't hate it either I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't hate it either but the thing is i just i i i feel so like there's upside. a little more solid options on this team and i'm gonna go with a guy that's like unconventional again i th- I think there are better players than him left on the board you're going based um, off need then i guess or like fit? i'm kind of going based off need i'm kind of filibustering here so i can look at his uh basketball <laughs> reference uh, but yeah i think i think i'm gonna go sorry i'm filibustering 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 that's i'm gonna okay. go with mccall bridges I'm going to go with McCall Bridges. I feel like he's a tweener. I can put him at small forward. Um, Maybe extend him to power forward just because of that crazy, uh, uh, what do you call it, wingspan. Um, But I like the defensive kind of edge he brings off the bench. It's like I really need that on this team. So I'm going to go with McCall Bridges with this. Yeah. Man, it's just Uh, tough to pass up on... On like yeah. Michael Porter Jr. from McHill Bridges. I think his ceiling is like I, I agree. I that MPJ's ceiling is crazy. I just think that I I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. You know, I want to see more from him. I I I think for this team too, I already have like bona fide scorers. Yeah. So I want to get somebody with a better defensive edge because MPJ would kill me defensively. Like I, it does not really align. I get I get why you went with it. Yeah, yeah, I get why you went with it. So I'm going McCall Bridges. Okay. I feel like we're at this point of the draft where I can't even draft based on need. Like I can't justify picking a need over talent. Um, you know, um, I got like three tall guys already. I don't want to be a fourth <laughs> guy. Um, I can't justify taking like Jared Allen or Jaron Jackson. I can't justify taking those guys. There is John Collins. I'm not going to take him. I don't think he gets much better than what he is personally. I know there's, I know there's a lot of listeners on this uh, fantasy football, not fantasy football, fantasy basketball team. PSF, shout out PSF 4.0 this season. <laughs> John Collins fans there. I personally there don't think he gets a lot better. So I can't go with him. I'm going to go just purely based on upside. And you know what? We worry about the problems later. We trade someone later. Who knows? Um, I'm going to go John Morant. Ooh, okay. Um I have to take the best talent available. I understand Michael Porter Jr. is a huge talent. I think he's great. But I also think he'll never learn how to play defense ever. Yeah, that's my biggest concern. So if I am not, if I'm going to take someone based on who cares about defense, I might as well go with the guy who's leading a team to the playoffs two years in a row with pretty much no other star counterpart. Valanchunas was the second best player this year. And He's gotten better the last two years. It's only up from here. Um, he needs to improve a little bit as a shooter, but he doesn't even take that many threes to begin with. So I think he needs to work on that. But in the playoffs, yo, <laughs> like 30 points a game, 
five assists and I'm getting this out of a guy who is 22 years old, just turned 22, 44 days ago. And as a six man, I can't even complain. I mean, sheesh there. There's some other guys here that maybe I would have considered taking, but I just like John Moran a lot and what he does. Can you, can you rattle off your, your team real quick? Your, what's your entire roster? Yeah. So I have uh, one of five Donovan Mitchell at point guard, um, Luca at shooting guard. Well, actually, no. Uh, yeah, Luca, I got shooting guard. I got Brandon Ingram at small forward. I got Ben Simmons at power forward. Yeah, his natural position. And all these guys are very positionless. <laughs> and then I got Cat at five, John Moran at six. Or six men. Yeah, John Moran at six men. Okay. It's not yeah, I mean, the sexiest I, I, I also love John roster, Moran. Yeah. But like, there's you no know, wrong answer for that one. I agree. Yeah. At this, I, this point in the draft, you're kind of yeah. picking like either for need or just like kind of, you know, a, a good talent that may not fit your roster, but I, I get yeah. you. So, yeah. Who, yeah. What were you saying, buddy? Yeah. Do we have, we already talked about MPG. So we, we could just MPJ, ignore yeah. him for MPJ. Sorry. We could just ignore yeah. him for a little bit. But are there any other honorable mentions that we maybe would have picked? And if there were other players that were, let's say, maybe maybe <laughs> some of these guys were 26 and we couldn't pick them. 100%. Any players? I have one in mind. It's Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh no, that's not the well, one. Well, no, that's Lonzo is 23, isn't he? Yeah. Exactly. No, no, no. I, w- I wasn't saying that Lonzo was the wrong pick. I was saying that okay. that's the wrong ball brother that I was thinking of. Mm. Okay, Le-Angelo's, you're thinking Lamella. Yeah, uh, Leangelo. Leangelo. <laughs> <laughs> he looks fucking great in the summer league. Oh, my God. He, he was drilling some threes, he was yo. lighting it on fire. Okay, but Lonzo, okay. I was thinking Lonzo. At least easy said uh, Lamello. I guess that's a Man, answer. he's 19, and he already made the Hornets look fun. Like, I don't know what to say. There's yeah. there's something to be said about a guy who can make a team look good, um, even when they're playing bad. And, and he did teenager. that. Right. And, like, dude, like, the upside on him is insane. <laughs> like, it's really, it's really insane that this guy, we thought he wasn't even going to be a decent shooter coming into the league. And this season he was um, a 35% three-point shooter. And – Everyone thought that the shooting would have to take a little bit of time to get used to because his form was a little bit weird, at least in Australia. But um, and free throws were concerned in Australia yeah. too. Remember, free throws, he was a terrible free throw shooter in Australia. And this season, he was 75% from the free throw line. So they protected him a bit in the beginning. They didn't play him a lot. And then towards the end of the season, that's when we started seeing him turn up. I think he's got a bright future. Um, for me, Lamella was one of them that I was like, I know I'm not going to take him in this draft, but man, I wish I could. Like, like, yeah, it's like shots? it's hard to justify. Oh, sorry, Lame- sorry, Benny, but it, it, I was just gonna say it's hard. It's hard to justify Lamelo or some of these other guards. So yeah, I get it. But what were you gonna say, Benny? Guard. Yeah, I was gonna say my bad because I thought we were done with with the other one. Do we have any Colin Sexton shouts? Because that was another one I was thinking about. Nah, nah. I I saw him on a lot <laughs> of lists when I was researching, but I just feel like I don't know. I I I, I think it's a lot of empty stats from him. I think it's a lot of inefficiency. So. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not about the Colin Sexton. Uh, one guy I did have an eye on um, is R.J. Barrett, just because like he's only in his second season, and yeah. I think he had a great improvement last year. And actually, you know, as opposed to Colin Sexton, Sexton, who was a lot of empty stats, I felt like uh, you know R.J. Barrett got the chance to prove, okay, no, it's not just empty stats. Here I am in the playoffs, you know, playing playing well enough. Uh, you know, he right. wasn't the and first option, which I think is what you want. Yeah, and he'll he, get better. He'll get yeah, better. he'll get better, 100%. And he was shooting 40% from the three this year, which is like a huge jump from last year. He was shooting only 32%. Absolutely. Um, that's on, on basketball reference. So, yeah. 
I think uh, that RJ Barrett yeah. needs to <laughs> <laughs> oh, the got an appearance. Let's go. Um, Solomon, right? That's that's yeah, his name, Solomon. Daddy. Solomon, yeah. the boy. Let's go. He's That'd be good for YouTube. So go on here. YouTube, subscribe so you can see Ben is cute as Husky. But go ahead, easy. I'm thinking there's a guy that like we don't have enough of a sample size to know how good he'll be. Um, mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards, man. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. He be, He's a guy I, I saw pop up a lot too. Really, really, really good. He's basically Wiggins, but like not a problem. Um, like, <laughs> I, I guess like I just see so much upside with him so far. Like just based on that first season, I really, really like his two-way possibility. And I think he's going to keep growing personally. All these guys that are coming out like 18, 19 years old, end up growing like an inch or two. So he'll end up being 6'6 six, six or 6'5. Six, and yeah. I, think he's, I think he's got great two-way potential. Great two-way potential. I feel the same way about um, different positions, but I feel, I feel similarly about uh, DeJounte Murray. Yeah. Who's another guy that I, I like. And I think his, uh, you know, a lot, something I saw mentioned when I was doing research for him was his point of attack defense. And, you know, couple that with his, you know, good, developing offensive game. He averages more than one and a half steal a game. Um, so I think he's someone who deserves an honorable mention. He just gets a zero shine because San Antonio is like yeah, and I mean, a black I hole. He's a, victim. he's a victim of the yeah. organization he's in. That, that's, I agree. That's the problem. Um, I kind of want to know, because you were saying that there's a lot of like hope for centers, um, Leva. Like, who are you looking at right now? Well, I mean, I you know, we we guys. we took three in, in our draft, and we're talking about Cat, Sabonis, yeah, centers. Like, in our we needed it. A- no, I agree, but I'm just saying, like, obviously for this exercise, you know, obviously, yeah, we need to take centers right. That's like, one point or another. But yeah, who's your be- who's your next best center? I'm just curious. Well, I mean, I think we mentioned the three of them here. You know, so if you're looking right. at like a next up, right after yeah, you know, after Jokic, after Embiid. Oh, I meant in this. I meant in this like process, not like overall in the NBA. I'm saying like oh, the next. I mean, be... yeah, after yeah, I agree with you. After these three, it's like a drop off. Um, I mean, you're you're looking at well, Jared Allen. Yeah, like, guys like I that. Jared like, Allen, yeah. and I felt so horrendous doing that yeah. because Jared Allen. Don't get me wrong; he's a great talent, but. There's a there is a drop off between him yeah and he's he's a purely defensive player yeah there's yeah. a huge drop off I agree so but in general uh, I mean I feel like there are a lot of you know I mean just four good centers in this draft right it's like Adebayo Aiden um Cat's a bonus Cat's a bonus yeah exactly so uh, you know we're talking about four guys under twenty five who are or twenty five and under who are yeah. <laughs> you know really good and and That's true. can can keep it going into like the whole center. Not renaissance, but just, you know, there's, there's been like a swing back towards centers lately. Yeah. At least, you know, it's, it's been helpful. You saw, you just saw Jokic win MVP, right? So, um, but yeah. But yeah, um, one more guy before we like wrap this up. Yeah, definitely that, go for it. It's a shame that his injuries have happened in his career. But as a defender, I really was tempted to take Jonathan Isaac. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I just can't trust his health, but I, I, can't I hear trust you. The health yeah. at all. But yeah. man, if I can get that guy on defense, I'm looking at a guy who gets 1.5 steals and 2.3 blocks as a forward. That is yeah. I mean his his measurables are ridiculous. Like he, the guy's tall, but he's quick. His wingspan is crazy. I mean, I just wish he was healthy. I can't like again. I'm considering <laughs> this whole thing. Is so he like, he's still in Chicago, right? Or or, or no, Jonathan Isaac was um Orlando. He, okay, sorry. Yeah, Orlando's what I meant. Yeah, so he's yeah. still he's still there. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully they can be happen. But he was injured. Remember, yeah. he uh, yeah he the... toward the ACL. Or yeah, something with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are the guys I had my eye on. Um, 
I actually wrote RJ Barrett too. Funny that you brought him up. And then he's not going to be as good as these other guys, but I love Halliburton. I think he could be good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he will be as good as the other guys, but I think right. he has a lot of like, potential. Yeah. He's a fun guy. Yeah. But, um, and also OG Ananobi. That, that's another guy I wrote. Yeah. But yeah. I like OG. Especially less... when you talk about like defensive specialists, right? right. Those are hero shouts. Any Tyler Hero shouts for sure. Maybe Tyler Hero's son. <laughs> I have him or on Justin my team, Jason Tatum. <laughs> Jason Tatum. <laughs> hey man, three dudes, one hoop. Manifested knowing that Katya was pregnant, though. Yeah, one day we got to talk oh, about crap. this, like the the deep dives that we did <laughs> yeah, no, on we, Instagram. We, we, were, we knew about this for months before. We were breaking it, it down. Announced. We were breaking it down tape. Uh, we were yeah. studying film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that about does it for us. Um, look out for us. I guess we'll probably post. Uh, each of our teams so you guys can give us your feedback on instagram um like i said look out for this pod on youtube if you'd rather look at our beautiful faces and benny's beautiful dog solomon (laughs) while we uh talk um we'll be on spotify we'll be on apple pod as always be sure to follow us on all those platforms and yeah i think that does it for us right guys yeah sounds good to me cool we'll see you uh next week for the next episode then that being said Later. All right, guys, take it easy.